The Secrets of Movies and TV Shows is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. You're listening to Coffee and Cinema, part of the Secrets of Movies and TV Shows podcast. I'm Dom Bettinelli. And I'm Father Chip Hines. Hi, Father Chip. Hey, Dom. So, we, folks, we just got out of the theater. We went and saw the new movie, Men in Black International. Yes. We know it's international because they had accents. That's right. <laughs> English accents. <laughs> English accents. Yeah. Australian, actually, in one case. Yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, now we're we've come out of the theater. We've we've stopped in our st- local Starbucks here, we're around the corner from the theater. Got ourselves a nice coffee. I got a nice coffee. You got a. I got a hot coffee. Hot coffee. There, we didn't have like a better coffee option, like an no. independent coffee shop. We've got to find a theater that's near an independent coffee. Well, we shop. like that one over at uh, in Dedham, though. Right. So we usually go to in in Dedham, the uh, the Showcase Legacy in Dedham, but they weren't showing Men in Black International. No, they were doing a today. Big- they were doing a big uh, Toy Story, Toy Story, Toy Story marathon, which would have been would have been interesting, but I don't have the time for that. No, no one does. <laughs> or the tissues. The, yeah, I I'd know. be crying by the end of Toy Story three. Exactly. And uh, so we came over to a different one. That's uh, the AMC in Braintree, which is near where I used to work and where the headquarters uh, of the Archdiocese of Boston is. Which, woohoo! Woo-hoo. And so we, we knew we came over to the Starbucks and got a coffee, like an iced coffee. You got a hot coffee. It's because it's June in Massachusetts. That's so right. Either one is either one is appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> so we got some of their lemon pound cake, which was excellent. It's it is like crazy good. It yeah. is good. Yeah, and it's about a billion calories. Yeah, you, you could eat twelve of them, and it would still you'd want more. Yes, yes. Uh, and uh, and now we're because the the coffee shop was so small and, so and crowded, crowded and loud and loud and it's drizzling outside. We're now sitting in your car recording. Yes, we are. Okay, so that's why it's kind of echoey, I suppose. So what we're going to do is we're going to give our spoil-free impressions of the movie first. Yes. Then we'll give you, a, uh, listeners, a warning. We'll we'll give you a countdown. We'll make sure you know. And then we'll give you our spoilered... Spoilered? Spoilered. Spoilered. We're going to slap a wing on it, and we're going to <laughs> <laughs> give you our... Review full over our spoiled filled reviews of the of the movie uh, for when you have seen it or if you don't care. I I, I know pa- people who actually don't care about being spoiled for. I movies. know. I'm usually one of those people. I, oh, I really care. So uh, let's take a moment to uh, to 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 talk about the movie itself. It is the Bed and Black International. It is the is it the. I think the, it's fourth? the fourth. So there's the first one, Will Smith, Tommy Lee Jones. There was the second one, the se- the first sequel. Which had them repeating their roles. Yes. Uh, Then there was the third one, which was when the Tommy Lee Jones character, Kay... Retired. ...had retired, and then the Will Smith character, which was his... What was his letter? Isn't it J? J, that's right. It was J. Uh, And he traveled back in time when he met Kay as As a a young man. man. uh, Played by Josh Brolin. We figured that out. And so then there's this one, which doesn't have any of those people in it. None of those people. Uh, <laughs> but it stars uh, Chris Hemsworth as yes. Agent H and Tessa Thompson, who's Agent M. M, yeah. Uh, both of whom, by the way, were in uh, the, uh, the Avengers oh, yeah. and well, Chris, Thor Ragnarok. What, what was Tessa Thompson? What, who did she, she was play? the Valkyrie. 
Oh, that's right. She was in Ragnarok as the Valkyrie. That's who got, right. Who that's right. Captured him and was hammered all the time. That's right. And so, and then she shows up back uh, again in uh, in Endgame. It's funny though. She looks smaller in this movie. Yes, they didn't have her bulked up and all kind of built, you yeah. know, in in like uh, muscle gear. Right. Uh, it also stars uh, Emma Thompson Emma a little Thompson, bit. A little bit. She's a uh, yeah. She's she's the, o, o. She's the head of the New York branch. Right. Uh, and there's Liam Neeson. Who plays High T? High T. Uh, that was a little too precious. For yeah, me. a little bit. <laughs> but uh, he was—he's the head of the London branch, right? Of of the MIB. And so we start with okay. First, it's uh, two, three years ago, 2016, at the Eiffel Tower. Yep. Where uh, and again, this is an gonna, incident. An incident happens. We're not going right. to give spoils. Spoil a spoiler thing. And then. We go from there, and yeah. uh, then it back actually bounces back twenty years, right, to when uh, M, uh, Agent as M, a ba- as Molly, a young girl, uh, right, Tessa Thompson, uh, as a young girl, and then we're back to present day, right. So well, let's first talk about the the movie as it fits within the 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 four movies. Uh, you know, it had I felt like it had all of the the bits and pieces that set MIB apart. It had. Yeah, the the weird, cool aliens with the surprise reveals, right? You know the 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 oh, that's a regular person. Oh no, no it isn't. Not. You know that sort of thing. Uh, it had the cool weapons, mm-hmm. the shiny, chromed, uh, pulling weapons out of. Well, they were pulling them out of a car this time. I don't remember them ever doing that before. Right, out of p- parts of the car, like uh, yeah. look in the glove. It was not even just yeah. look in the glove box. It's like it's the glove box. <laughs> like the glove box yeah. is a weapon, or yeah. you know. Or the, or the the mirror, right. side mirror. What am I going to do with the side mirror? <laughs> exactly. Pull it out. Yeah. Or, you know, so there was different places where, you know, you, they'd pull it on the car and yeah. something would come So they out. had that, that cool weaponry stuff. Yeah. Uh, they had um, the, the the humor. The humor mm. was there. I mean, Hemsworth. He's is, funny. He's, he's that, that combination of action star and funny guy. Yeah. Sort of like uh, Chris Pratt. Yeah. You know, they, he's in fact, he's, he's kind of known for being... Uh, the fu- a funny guy in general, right? Uh, so so they play that up uh, really well here. They do, um, which is sort of along the lines of what Will Smith did in the original Men in Black, right? You know, he had that funny guy action hero thing, right? Going on. Right. Well, the other thing I think this one has is that sort of fish out of water thing with the with with uh, with M yes. coming on board as a new. Newbie. New agent, yeah. And so she's coming on board as a newbie, and so she doesn't know all the ins and outs of uh, the aliens and the weapons and everything else. And it harkens back to Will Smith in the first one, which is good because that fish out of water thing is is really kind of a, an important part of this. Right. Well, because that 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 fish out of water, whether it was J or M in the movies, right. is the the surrogate for the audience. Right. That's our entry into. How, the the amazing wild world, world of this yeah. a, these aliens living among us right uh, and so when they discover something it's helping us discover it and right. so so they, they they've they've gone back to the formula basically yes and then and what makes it different is is they've expanded beyond New York like right. it, the original MIB was New York City right this is uh, London a little bit yep. uh, Paris uh, Marrakesh Marrakesh you know Morocco and Italy and Italy. So we've, you know, we, we, that's the, that constitutes international. International. I'm well, using my quote fingers. Yes. That's at least two continents. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So I, I'm not sure what else makes it international uh, except for that in the accents. Yeah. And I mean, there are people that speak with accents. There's English accents, yeah. Australian accents, there's French accents. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, 
Italian and whatever that, you know, Riza was speaking. I don't know what her <laughs> accent was. European. European. Yes, yes vague, generic. Vague, Euro generic European, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, one of the other things that I forgot that they had, that the original had, which was the cute alien sidekick. Yes. Yes, which I think was Fireship's yes. favorite part of the movie. Yeah, it was my favorite but part we, of the again, movie. Again, we, we won't ruin it by telling you what it is until we get to the spoiled That's section. Right. But, yeah, so they so it had all of those elements. It did. But, uh, so I want to kind of sum up this part of our discussion to ask, does it measure up? Does Was that enough to, to put this on the level? Is it a good movie? What, do you, what, what was your impression ba based on all of that? Um, it, it's a good movie. Yes. Um, it's fun. It has a, a lot of the, the it has a lot of laughs. I laughed. Um, yes. And, you know, I think it, it, it's, it's as good as the, it's probably at least as good as the first one. Um, but it's definitely better than the third one. Yes. Um, and I think, you know, it's probably on par with one, two, and, and put this one up there. I, I think they're equal. I'd, I'd say one stands well, one alone. still stands alone. Yeah, it's the first. It was right. new and it was crazy. It was wow. And, exactly. And, and Will Smith has, has that oomph. Yep. That, and, and also, um, not just Will Smith, but uh, Tommy Lee Jones mm. together had that chemistry, the yep. magic that just they did. you just can't replicate. Nope. I put that I put that above. Okay, but I put this right below it. I'd say yeah. this is just below, and probably I don't really even remember two all that much. No, I don't either because it, it it seems like whenever they do a sequel, it's almost like a replica of the first one, right? Somehow or another. Yeah, I'd have to go back and watch it to be honest with you. Right, but I think I like this one way better than three. Yes, I think. Tommy Lee Jones and uh, Will Smith, they're great. I love them, and they'll always be the first. But they were starting to get a little tired, and they looked a little old, and they looked older. Right. You know? And Tommy Lee Jones is not a kid. No. You know, I mean, no. he's an older guy. And so I just, you know, I think that there was a certain amount of, you know, this is kind of a new start, I think. Right, yeah. and, and I, I, I think it, I think it worked out. I liked it. I, I would recommend it. I say it's a good summer popcorn movie. Yes, absolutely. Um, I, I would agree with that. Uh, you know, if of when I'm ranking movies I'm looking forward to this summer, I'd say I might, I might put Spider Man above this. Yes, uh, but this this one I'm also uh, enjoyed, and I, I'd say this is so far pretty good. Yes, uh, indeed. I think this is a good start to the summer movie season. Um, you know, there's a lot of other stuff out there, obviously, and there, I mean, there's stuff we won't review because <laughs> it probably wouldn't be good for SQPN. But, yeah. Um, you know, I think there's there's a lot of movies out this summer that I want to see. Yeah. You know, I mean, just a lot. I but mean, but not so many blockbusters. No, We're no. kind of a, a little bit of a tangent here, but I know. The, the, I, I, when I was looking through the list of what's coming out this summer, there's only like two. I'd say two or three movies that qualify as blockbuster or, or potential blockbuster. Potential blockbuster, blockbuster style, like right. big spectacles. Right. I mean, MIB is a big spectacle. Yeah. Special effects heavy, lots going on. Oh, Godzilla, Spider-Man, Spider Godzilla. Um, but I'm, I'm blanking on anything yeah. else. I mean, we saw a few previews. Yeah, we did. Uh, they were for the fall, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then there's a bunch of smaller movies which look interesting. Um, but you know that sort of thing. So. Frankly, we're going to have a hard time finding enough movies to to talk about on this podcast. Actually, yeah, we'll find it. Actually, I, there is there's there's at least three or four other movies I think that that are worth talking about. Absolutely. Uh, on this. Uh, so, uh, so let's wrap up this spoiler free section so we can kind of talk about some of the uh, spoilerish okay. bits of it. So, um, 
from this point, I'm going to count down to five and then give you the time to pause and then come back to listen to the rest of this. If you have any uh, anything you want to uh, tell us about on this podcast uh, for what we've already talked about, anything you want to send to us, send us an email to secrets at sqpn.com uh, or go to sqpn.com slash secrets and leave us some comments there. Uh, but uh, from here on, we're going to go five, four, three, two, one. All right. Spoilers. Spoilers! Spoil time. <laughs> so the, the probably the best part of the movie, the funniest bit, yeah. was the little alien Pong. Yes, Bonnie. Bonnie. Uh, so, or Steve. Or St Steve. <laughs> so, all right. So I, I, I must have faded or out or something with where he came from. So he comes from those little alien species that were yeah. living on a chessboard or they something? Were well, they were in that big room. Yes. Um, and and they were apparently part of, I think their disguise was to be part of a chessboard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they their that was their disguise, and the the queen was the queen, his right. queen, and the big baddie. Uh, I think it was Riza, uh, her crew, or either the, well, that, the evil or twins. the evil twins. One of those. Yeah. One of those two groups um, wiped them out, and the only one that survived was uh, this quote-unquote pawn yeah and so he didn't have a name so uh agent m named him pawnee because <laughs> yes. she's really original with her thinking right she became his uh, substitute or surrogate queen she became actually she became his new queen he <laughs> right. decided that he was going to serve her right it was kind of funny and he was he was he was the greatest comic relief i've seen in a while um yeah in, in a movie he was just i don't even know who voiced him Kumail Nanjiani, uh, which I'm... Oh, that's a comedian. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he was just really a funny character, and he and he ended up being a very brave character. Yes. Um, yeah, integral, actually. Yeah, to, very integral. To saving the saving the Earth. And M. You know, and so, yes, it was a nice... I mean, he provided that bit of um, grounding, the, yes. the, the diffusing tense... Exactly. Or, you know, situations that might have gotten a little too dramatic exactly. or too over the over the top, and he would come in and sort of deflate it a little bit. Right. So there was a, he was comic relief, so that was definitely good. was comic relief. There was a great moment where uh, we we had a Thor reference. You have to have a Thor reference. Ah, <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> he's fighting the big bad uh, henchman. Yep. and gets thrown to the ground next to a, a hammer. hammer. <laughs> and it looks like a Thor hammer. Yes, and but smaller, but very small. <laughs> and he picks it up, and he looks, kind of looks at it, He's and like, then he, "Oh, you're in trouble now!" Oh no, yeah. And he throws it at him, and the guy catches it. <laughs> and he's like, well, that was, that was actually a very good catch. <laughs> yeah, it was very funny. Yeah. A good, good moment in that movie. Um, yeah, no, I think, you know, the comic relief, they got down 100% yes. right. The, the, all of the comedic bits, all the, the humor, all the funnies, I think it worked. It was, it was good. Um, they didn't go over the top with the romance stuff. Or, no. In fact, it wasn't even very much at all. I mean, there was, no. they were trying to like talk, introduce the idea of Sparks. But they didn't go very far with they it. They didn't. And I think it was interesting, you know, at the end, you see that, you know, uh, Emma Thompson sells her. There's sacrifices one must make. Right. And apparently relationships are that sacrifice. Right. And in fact, in, in fact, M from the, from the beginning says that, you know, relationships are a distraction and I don't believe in them and I don't right. want to do, have anything to do with them. Except she starts to fall for her. For Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> for Henry. <laughs> yeah. You know, Agent H. And it was funny, Liam Neeson, I could have sworn he was saying Agent H. Well, he was. He was saying hate H. because that's what you know, how you would like. I, I don't know if that's a if a British must thing, be a British thing. Because but my dad says H. Really? Yes. Uh, who, yes. You know, a that Sicilian so American funny. from Boston. He says H. Remember the old TV, the old uh, 
a radio station that we had here in Boston. WHTH. WHTH. <laughs> say. Yes. Oh, Always great. cactus up as kids. So he would say H. H. Uh, so let's talk about the Liam Neeson character. We yes. both saw the twist coming. Yeah, we did. Um, you know, there is the 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 uh, the mole that is is within MIB headquarters in London, and we're supposed to think it's Agent C. Right. And you know, if you've seen any any movie in the <laughs> of, any years, of any kind, <laughs> you know that it's never the obvious guy. Right. The obvious bad guy is typically not the bad guy. Right. In fact, he's going to turn out to be a, a good, good guy. guy. Uh, but the good guy, who should be the good guy, ends up being. The, the bad, bad guy. guy. <laughs> right. So, yes, it turns out he's the mole, Liam Neeson's character, yes. which, you know. Uh, because they uh, defeated, but they, they thought they had defeated uh, Agent uh, H had thought they him and uh, T had defeated this big baddie, the Hive. Yes. When they hadn't really beat them, they had kind of taken over T and uh, were using him to get information for their activities. And... Right. Uh, and and he uh, what they call that neuro whatever neural neuralizer neuralizer yeah. and so T neuralized um, H. H Hemsworth Hemsworth and told basically told them you were you know you were a hero you you uh, we, we defeated we them defeated with our wits and our, our type seventy type atomizer. seventy atomizers <laughs> yeah and that's all he could remember of it and that's all he kept on saying and I thought that was unusual you right. know from the beginning um, and well so, they made a big deal about like that line like. They, like almost to the point where everyone would stop and kind of stare for a second. Like, right. They didn't quite do that, but they were really making it obvious that yeah. that line was significant. Exactly. And uh, so, yeah, so we had that. And then, um, yeah, no, but I mean, Hemsworth is not, he's never going to be Olivier. <laughs> yeah, you know, right, I mean, right. he is what he is. He is what he is. Um, you know, and so I can probably say the same about most of the actors in this movie. I mean, Liam Neeson's a good actor, yes. and and so Emma is Thompson. Emma Thompson. Right. Yes, um, but you know, other than those two guys, there were no Academy Award, no Academy Award winning performances <laughs> in this movie. But I think it w it was worthy of our time, and it was certainly fun. Yes, and we had a laugh or two or five. Yeah, and I, I think that's kind of what summer movies are all about. Yes, and I think most definitely, and I think I I think um, it's a worthy successor to the yes. MIB franchise it it's, it's well worth it it was a fun uh you know afternoon movie uh well you know worth the uh worth the time so yes i, I agree i agree um I'm trying to think of anything else uh, i love the locations i you know the yeah the, yeah no london france uh turns out the guy who designed the eiffel tower was uh the, one of the first uh mib agents <laughs> that's right the, uh, I, uh monsieur eiffel, monsieur was, eiffel. Uh, was an mib uh so and then um what was it in uh, uh, the uh, the fortress? Uh, the oh, uh, the, this the the arms dealer. She lives in the fortified fortress of yeah. certain doom, of certain death, certain death, certain death. And then you know when we see it on the screen, you know they show their, their the helicopter flyby. <laughs> they label it the fortified fortress, and then the, certain death. of certain death. <laughs> That was clever. I, I got to give them that. Cause, that was because as soon as the uh, as Pawnee said it. I I remember I was looking at it and I was like, oh, this is this would be funny if they did that. Yeah. And and then they did it. I was like, <laughs> oh, all right. It's like they get me. It's like yeah. they understand my humor. They made this movie for you. They made this movie specifically for me. It's funny. We had the uh, the super cool car, black black car, the and Lexus at the end. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty. It was a pretty sweet pretty car. Pretty sweet car. 
And they had the uh, driver's uh, steering wheel on the, on, on the on right, right because at, they, were they were in, in London, London. <laughs> of course. And I, I might be the only one sitting in this car who's driven a car that way. Yes, uh, you, you are most definitely the only I person sitting in this car who's driven on the right side of a vehicle. I have. I've done it. And it was, it was odd at first, but you get used to it. Yeah. yeah, I was listening to Sean McCartney talk in his Just a Catholic Dad podcast about yeah. driving and uh, tr- trying t- looking to the right as he came out in a cross street and thinking, oh, yeah. oh my gosh, I would totally get in an accident. <laughs> well, you're so hyper aware of it because you're an American and you're, yes. you're driving on the left. So you're so hyper aware of it that you just kind of, you just kind of follow, follow, you follow it. You yeah. just do it. Yeah. And you just... And I, I'm, I will admit to having a mantra of stay in the left, stay, stay in, in the left, left. stay in the left. So, um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, anyway. So, um, but I think, it, I think this is a movie that's definitely worth, um, you know, your time. I, you could bring older kids to this movie, I think. I think so. I think this is, yeah, there was nothing, uh, gross. No, no, no I mean, overt the, sexual, sexual. Yeah. The alien, like a couple of the aliens were kind of scary. A little bit. Uh, the 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 twin aliens at the beginning yeah. there, the, when they when they stole that guy's face, right? That, that was, was pretty disgusting. That, that was a little gross. I mean, yeah. it wasn't gory, wasn't like no, uh, but it was gross. But it was kind of gross. So I wouldn't take little kids. No, but I think teenagers certainly, certainly, certainly teenagers, preteens are probably okay with it yeah. too. Uh, so yeah, that that's for sure. Um, my kids are not a good case study in this because <laughs> my my kids are very squeamish about stuff. They are, and they are. yeah. But uh, yeah, the 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 monster at the end was a bit uh, the big the big yeah, end. It was pretty scary. Yeah, it was kind of it was a little scary. Not well, too not scary. for us, but yeah, yeah. we're I big mean, tough guys. I mean, we weren't scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like for, I'm thinking for a little kid, a little bit. Although still cartoonish, yeah. still as not not too. They're not like scary in the way that the like if you go to see the movie Aliens, yes. you get scared. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those aliens are scary as heck. Frankly, the Vincent D'Onofrio character in the original MIB, yes. that was grosser than, the, yes. than this. Yes, well, that's because it was all cockroaches, <laughs> yes. which are disgusting anyway. <laughs> so, I hate cockroaches. Yeah. So, uh, so... What else? There was, there was other stuff. Um, you know, they, uh, they, they had the, the weapon, the weapon of doom that was... That they were yes, trying to protect. You, they have to have a huge weapon, right. like a, a, a tiny thing that turns out to be a giant weapon. That's right. another trope from the original. Exactly. Uh, and then they fired is, it in the which, desert. Which is powered by a compressed uh, blue star. Yeah, large blue star, yes. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry, even if you compress it, it's still going to have the mass of a giant star. So yeah. I don't try to think about the science of it all. <laughs> don't. Yeah, because... It didn't make any sense to me, and uh, you just can't. You just have to go with it. I did the like, MIB world. Yes. I, I did, right. There's no logic. I did like the um, transatlantic subway. Yeah, that, that was awesome. Yeah, it was pretty good. They, uh, got to, they got to London in like two minutes. Yes, yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> I the, would love that. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what um, there's. Uh, oh, the, the living beard. Oh yeah, the living beard on the guy, the so, Marrakesh guy. Some so some Moroccan guy, and he's got this, you know, the glorious beard, you know, the Arabic yeah. beard. And it turns out that the beard itself is an alien, yeah, uh, living on the Who guy. Turns out later to to, to be a real pest, <laughs> exactly. Who yeah. hides in their water bottle? Yes, disgustingly so. Yeah. Um, and that motorcycle thing that he used was pretty cool. Yeah, the, they had a big chase scene big on chase that. chase scene with a jet motorcycle. Right. It was pretty cool. I liked it. You know, I have to say, though, like, with the whole Noralizer making people forget thing, like, what about all the people that, they, that they're that they flying by on this jet motorcycle? You right. know what I mean? It's like... 
Well, don't you think that I, I often think about that when I'm watching the movie, they, they probably just chalk it up to no way that could have happened. Uh, right. You know what I mean? There is a point at which people just think, no, like, yeah, I mean, we've, we've had news reports about uh, F-18 pilots seeing UFOs right. flying and nobody's, nobody believes that. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, so, yeah, just hide in plain sight. Just hide in plain sight. Right. No. Um, yeah, I think. Take your older kids to this movie and uh, you'll you'll all have a good time. I mean, it's a definite summer popcorn, you know, movie. I, I liked it a lot. What did you think about the beginning where Molly was trying to find the MIBs and trying to get a job working right. there? That was interesting. I mean, she was very focused. Yes. You know, and you can't, you know, it's a little unrealistic to be that focused and not like have... Um, you know, to worry about food or rent or money. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah. There's always this, and she worked at some sort of call center. She was like, a, yeah, customer yeah. service rep, like tech support. Yeah, and it was, it was. She, those people do not make a lot of money. But yet she had this, the skills and wherewithal to be able to hack the Hubble telescope. Yeah, she was very talented. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again. And we, she qualified for the FBI. Yeah, and apparently the CIA. Yeah. When he said, when she points like, I want to work for the people who look at the people up, upstairs, up, up, the, up, up there. there. And I knew the word he was going to say was accounting. accounting. It's always accounting. <laughs> like when they, when he's like the people up there, you know, them. Yeah. And it's like the, like accounting apparently is always on the top floor of every government building. Apparently. Uh, apparently. So, it's, but that like, has not been my, that has not been my experience <laughs> when I was working before I was a, a priest. A, I worked in accounting and we were always on like, the lower floor. <laughs> exactly. We were never on, uh, you know, the top floor well, ever. Like accounting is always like the mundane department. Exactly. Yeah, it's always like, it's like, oh, you know who I'm talking about. That, that department. department. Accounting? Yep. Like, yes. Like, like, what? It's always accounting. Yeah, it's always accounting. Um, so there was, so there was that, that couple scenes. And then, yeah, I mean, it was just, and then what happened to her parents? Well, that's, yeah, exactly. The parents never show up again. They disappeared. But the little alien that she meets that sets her on her life path right. comes back. I knew that was coming, of course. I, I thought it was going to come back, but I was surprised at how they did it. Yeah, I did not get, I did not make the connection. I did not either. Uh, with the uh, big hulking henchman guy. That's right. Uh, and that was good. Yeah, that, that was, was a, good... a nice surprise, actually. <laughs> yes. Um, that the big hulking henchman for the, one of the big baddies uh, turns out to be this little tiny alien that Molly saved. Uh, many, many years ago when she was a child. Yes. And he ends up saving her and uh, Chris Hemsworth uh, in the movie. And it was great. Yeah. Yeah. So that was good. Um, thinking, what, and when he said her name, it's like this big, uh, he's like, Molly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Hemsworth is like, Molly. Molly? <laughs> yeah, that uh, was that was good. That was fun. Uh, yes, and uh, that woman Riza, of course, how was had a third arm to to, to punch you from yeah with, exactly from behind, but you never saw the third arm unless she was using unless it. she was using it. Like, Didn't you notice that? I yeah. noticed that. That was weird. Yeah, that was. But again, don't don't look too closely. No, it's That's, MIB world. It's you MIB can't. world. Right. Yeah. Right. You have to you have to make some allowances for it. You do. It's like every other kind of science fiction movie or science. Some do better know, than others. Some do better than others, this obviously. Is, but yeah, as Jimmy says about Doctor Who, it's science fantasy. That's right. It's not science fiction. There you go. And and that's where MIB is. I mean, in a way, it's a little bit like Doctor Who. It feels a little bit like a it's little. It's Doctor bit, Who ish. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the crazy aliens, yep. the crazy situations. And kind of behind the scenes group that takes care of the earth and right. you know, Doctor Who's kind of this behind the scenes guy who takes care of the earth. 
you know, because, yeah. you know, one of the things about Doctor Who that always kind of makes me laugh is he can go literally anywhere in the in the known anywhere in the universe. Any time in the universe. He always ends up in, in contemporary in London. Wales. Yes, yes. Contemporary England today. Yes. <laughs> it's funny how that works. Uh, and if they go back in history, it's always sort of like English history where they meet English historical figures. It's interesting. <laughs> it is interesting. <clears throat> well, I wonder I mean, why that is. Because England is the most important thing in all of history. Uh, well, at least in English history. It is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. So. Yes. So in this case, uh, we had. Uh, uh, and I love London. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, one no. of my favorite cities. Well, I, I love Doctor Who. They, I they, love Doctor e- Who, too. E- even if they always end up in, in England. It, exactly. Uh, so. Uh, anyway. So let's wrap it, wrap it up, I guess. Okay. Uh, so our, our final take on it is we both enjoyed it. Both enjoyed we it. We both recommend it. Amen. And we hope that you, the listener, have enjoyed it and uh, enjoyed our discussion here. So before we wrap up, I do want to say I want to take a moment to thank our patrons who make it possible for us to create coffee and cinema. Uh, and especially this week, we're thanking Melanie Q, Dana C, George H, Martin P, and Jonathan B., through their generous donations at sqpn.com slash give, they make it possible for us to continue Coffee and Cinema and all the shows we do at sqpn.com. And if you have the wherewithal to do so, we really would greatly appreciate it if you would join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give. <clears throat> by the way, uh, I do want to plug one of our new shows, a uh, new show that I'm doing with my wife, Melanie, called Raising the Bets. It's a family family podcast. We have five kids. We homeschool. We live outside of Boston. We go on adventures. We talk about food. We talk about books, uh, movies and TV shows that we watch together, um, interesting topics. Uh, one of the things we're going to probably talk about this week is what makes a livable neighborhood. What makes, mm. a, what makes a neighborhood good for a community that, and a family? That's good. That's a good topic. Yeah. So we're... So, not only is it just you know what we're doing, but we try to get into some interesting discussions. Yeah, that, that, that sounds really good. So, um, so if you give if you want to give that a try, check it out. We're, that's at sqpn.com slash bets b e t t s. That's two t's on that. So, and then to wrap things up, remember to like the Secrets of Movies and TV Shows on Facebook and uh, retweet us on Twitter where we're at sqpn. And to send us your send us your comments your uh, what did you think of what our discussion or of the movie itself? You can do that, like I said before, sqpn.com slash secrets or email us secrets at sqpn.com. Until next time, Father Chip Hines, thank you for joining me for Coffee and Cinema. It's always fun, Dom. And once again, I'm Dom Bettinelli. Thank you for listening to the secrets of movies and TV shows on StarQuest. <laughs>